fans, and welcome to a very special episode of the Short Round Podcast. I know I'm supposed to be doing these only once a month right now, but there's been so much going on. I could not wait to put out another episode for you all. So here we are, episode two. It's going to be a great show. I got some, I got three awesome guests lined up for all of you to, to listen to here. And we're heading into a really excited time with the Wrangler NFR starting on Friday. And the National Finals Breakaway Roping is also starting later today down in Las Vegas. So it's an exciting time to be a rodeo fan. And we got a ton of Canadian content coming your way in the next few weeks. So without further ado, welcome back to the Short Run Podcast and let's get to what's been going on lately. So in case you missed it, the Maple Leaf Circuit Finals wrapped up at the end of November, um, crowning some new champions that will be heading to the NFR Open next summer in Pikes Peak, or Colorado Springs, I should say, um, which is an exciting time. It was a great week of rodeo action Regina. One thing I found really interesting and I kind of get to it, um, or I've talked about it a few times. It's it's neat to see how many repeat go around winners there were in Regina. Um, there's guys who who'd won four go rounds, people won two or three. I mean, it was it was really awesome. There's some good action. Um, one 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 of my favorite highlights was Jacob Gardner. He uh he, he shot up the lights in Regina, winning all four rounds, um, and capping it off with a big bull ride in round number four to take home nearly ten thousand dollars, which starts off his 2024 season on a great foot. And we get to that actually Jake's one of my guests today. So we get to that later in the show here. And we talk about the week that was in Regina and kind of what's in store for 2024 for Jake, Jake, for Jake Gardner. So just to recap your 2023 Maple Leaf circuit finals winners and overall champions. Um, we'll start with the bull riding. We've got Jacob Gardner, who is the circuit champion and aggregate winner um, in Regina, followed by the bull, the barrel racing, which was Taylor Manning. She also was the circuit champion and aggregate winner. Congratulations, Taylor. That was a great week. Again, another multiple run go-around winner in, in Regina. And yeah, she kicks some ass. So that was good to see. Um, in the bareback riding, uh, Ty Tapitat was the aggregate winner with Clint Lay coming in as your circuit champion. Um, one thing to note, um, although Ty is your aggregate winner from um, Regina, he will not be able to compete at the NFR Open just due to not having his PRCA credentials in time. But and, and nonetheless, great week for Ty. He's another one. He won all four rounds in the bareback riding and kick some butt in his hometown. So congrats, Ty. Great job. Um, in the steer wrestling, Scott Gunther, your Canadian champion from 2023, is also the circuit champion for the Maple Leaf Circuit Finals. So that's an exciting time for him. And Stephen Culling emerged as the aggregate winner. Um, so he's gearing up for a big week here um, in Las Vegas. So hopefully that gives him some momentum as we head into round one on Friday. In the tie-down roping, young gun, Strand Dunham was your aggregate champion coming out of Regina. Won a couple of rounds, did some, had some, he looked really solid throughout the whole week. So looking for big things out of Strand in 2024. And your circuit champion was Shane Smith, who also was there in Regina. So tie-down roping was great to watch all week. Um, in the saddle bronc riding, um, Lucas Mox is the circuit champion. Didn't have the best week um, in Regina. He did pick up a round, went along the way, but um congrats to him for coming out as your circuit champion and in the aggregate sawyer erickson another young gun another guy we're going to be looking to in 2024 to make some big moves um came out as your aggregate winner in the saddle rock riding team roping it, it was kind of a, a common theme in uh regina see the young guns kind of taken taken the, the the lead i would say um so cavis drake and denim ross were the aggregate winners from um regina again like i said two young guns 
shot out the lights a couple of rounds, had some great runs, looked really solid throughout the week. Um, so for your circuit champions, Kavish Drake actually ended up pulling out the circuit heading champion um, as well. And then Devin Wigmeyer is your circuit healing champion on the Maple Leaf circuit. So congratulations to the winners in the team roping. And finally, the breakaway roping, your 2023 season leader in the breakaway roping, Aubrey Ross, is your overall circuit champion with Laurie Saunders picking up the aggregate title in Regina. She again won a couple of rounds, had a really solid week, and was very, very consistent. So Good job to everybody competing in Regina. That was an excellent week of rodeo and super, super exciting to watch. Um, the coverage was great. Um, hats off to C5, Agribition, and all the crew who took part in Regina. It was a well-oiled machine. The content was great all the way down from the announcing to the sound to to just the show in general. So it was, it was a fun show to follow along with. And yeah, that's one of the best events we got in the country. So excellent, excellent job to everyone involved there. And yeah, that kind of wraps up the Maple Leaf Circuit Finals. Um, you can catch up with everything you need to know in case I miss anything on our website, uh, rodeocanada.com. Um, you can find the Maple Leaf Circuit Finals uh, news release on the page there. So head there if you need to find out any more info on that. Um, so that takes us to new business. So like I said earlier, the National Finals Breakaway Opens coming your way today and tomorrow so the top 15 breakaway ropers will compete for prize money of two hundred fifty thousand dollars in during a two-day event 10 round performance so it's really cool i was able to check out this event last year it's down at the south point in las vegas um the breakaway roping is absolutely sensational it's the best in the world and you get some high-paced action with two full days five rounds per day um some awesome stuff happening there so we do have two canadians competing this year in the breakaway roping, um, we got Shelby Bojley and Kendall Pearson. Shelby's the number one gun and actually broke an earnings record this year in the PRCA for the breakaway roping. So watch out for her to, to secure her first world title in the breakaway roping. And, and, and congratulations to Kendall. Congratulations to Kendall for qualifying for her first uh, national finals breakaway roping in 12th place. And yeah, look for big things from her. She's going to be going for the round money. So she could be pretty fast a few times. So if you want to follow along and check out how these ladies are doing, you can check out all of the action live on the Wrangler Network um, starting today and tomorrow. Um, if you just head to the wranglernetwork.com, you can find all the info and streaming info you need there to check it out and cheer on our gals who are doing us proud down in Vegas. So it's going to be a great show. I'm super stoked for them. And actually, Kendall's my other guest this week on the short round. So it'll be fun. Stay tuned as I catch up with her as before I caught up with her last week. So she was just getting ready to head down to Vegas and get dialed in for the finals. So it's a fun conversation with her and we wish her all the best in Las Vegas. And finally, to wrap things up this time around, I got, I called on my friend Tim Ellis from the Ram Rodeo Report to come help me tee up what's sure to be an exciting week of rodeo in Las Vegas as we start the national finals rodeo down at the Thomas and Mac. We've got a lot of Canadians competing this year so we got 10 canadians across the board competing um and tom at the thomas and mac this year uh and yeah it's gonna be awesome if you're like me and unable to make the trek down to las vegas this year you can tune in and catch all the action live on the cowboy channel and cowboy channel plus app so just head to the cowboy channel website to get dialed in one thing i do want to mention is be on the lookout for scammers especially this time of year um the cowboy channel pro rodeo None of those entities will be sending you random Facebook mess friend requests or page invites. Um, stick to the pages that are that are labeled the official pages and have the official streams. We don't want 
anybody getting scammed there out there this year it's it's happening more and more and more we saw that with the cfr so um yeah just be be mindful of where you're getting your information and where you're putting in your card information to sign up for streams here and there but yeah be sure to check out all the action coming at you from the Las Ve- the Wrangler National Finals rodeos in Las Vegas the 65th edition of the NFR in Las Vegas it's going to be be an awesome week and I'm sure excited to to cheer on our Canadian contingent down there this year so without further ado I'm going to throw it to our first interview here with Jake Gardner followed by Kendall Pearson and we'll wrap up the show with my friend Tim Ellis uh Thanks again, everybody, for listening. Um, We'll be back, yeah, shortly after that afar with another episode of the Short Round Podcast. I'm your host, Wacey Anderson, and we will see you later. All right, welcome back to a very special episode of the Short Round Podcast, and I am joined by the Maple Leaf Circuit Finals bull riding champion and aggregate champion, Jake Gardner. Jake, thanks for joining me today, buddy. Thanks for having me. Uh, so you, let's get right to it. You had a freaking awesome week in Regina going four for four, capping it off with a big 87 and a half point ride to take home the title in Regina. Let's, let's get into it. How, like talking about the week and how things went and it was things, everything was going your way. Yeah. Uh, the week went great. I drew good. Um, the weather was good. Uh, normally it's about minus 35 there. So, uh, you know, person's not always excited to go to Regina, but this year is nice, nice, good weather, good draws, good people. Uh, just the week was a lot of fun. I had fun and um, yeah, I don't know. I guess just had fun and it worked out the way I wanted it to. So, so what was just like your mentality going into it? You kind of had a tough start to the CFR, but you finished off strong. Um, PBR finals in Edmonton, you were able to get a couple bulls down there, I think, or one or two anyways, but what what was kind of your approach to uh, to the Maple Leaf Circuit Finals this year to to kind of walk away as the winner? Uh well, last year I left there one for four and didn't make any money. I was pretty pissed off at myself about that, so I told myself next year I'm going to do a lot better. Um, that and uh, I don't know. I I went in the Canadian Finals and PBR Canada Finals feeling really confident in myself. Uh, like I was I was training really hard before getting on bulls, riding really good. And it's uh it's bull riding. It's a tough sport. And I went in the Canadian finals. I only got two road. Um, I, you know, I would have liked to get six road, but it just doesn't go that way sometimes. And then I went to the PBR Canada finals. So I felt like I was riding good there. Um, but I only got one road there. And, you know, it's just bull riding. I, I was like, Hey, you know, you still got a, a pretty big finals up ahead. So let's, uh let's get focused and focus on that one and see if we can finish off on a good note. And, uh, you know, I just kind of, I, I did take the pressure off myself a little bit. It was just like, hey, last one of the year, let's just go have fun, quit thinking about it and and do your thing. And and uh, it just worked out really good. I'm grateful for it. Well, how much has the, the work that you put in outside of the arena helped you like kind of reset after those weekends where you maybe don't perform to your best? Like you said, coming off a one for, for four performance in, in, in Edmonton, um, you can, the stuff you do outside the arena can have to play a big factor to make, things go better or, or kind of get you dialed in for that next event? Like how much does that help you being able to prepare like that? Well, I mean, I feel like we're, we're at this level for a reason. We got to be mentally focused. And uh, I just kind of, um, I don't know, I, I try and forget about it. And I look at the mistakes as positives and, and see how I can build myself and be better. Um, I don't know. I guess after the PBR Canada finals, I only had a couple days, but uh, I mean, 
I don't know. God just can't dwell on the negative too bad, I guess. But I try and get to the gym and, and work out really hard and, and just kind of like, you know, reinforces your brain. Like, okay, I'm putting in the work, like you're due for one, you're due for one. And, and I felt like all month, like I, I had a good December. I went around to the CFR. I, I made some money at the PBR Canon finals. It wasn't a complete bust, but it wasn't as, is what I wanted. But, um, you know, it's just when, when the going gets tough, the, the tough get going. Right. So just kind of try to stay positive and, and uh, I knew I was due for one and you just got to keep believing. And then that's kind of what happened. So I'm, I'm pretty happy about it. Yeah. I love that mentality, man. That, that, that when the going gets tough, the tough get going, you can, that can describe Jake Gardner better. And I love that, man. And so you're up in Dawson Creek. You're about to teach a, a junior steer riding clinic. How does that kind of stuff, the, the auxiliary side of bull running, giving back to the sport, how does that help you kind of fuel your fire as you, as you make your way through your career? Uh, I was thinking about it today. Like I remember being a little kid, uh, you know, going to one of these deals, having some, some superstar bull rider or whatever they're putting in. You're like kind of nervous. So now I'm going back and I'm nervous being the instructor. I'm like, hopefully I can, you know, give these kids what they need to uh, be successful. But um, I don't know. I, I guess when I started going, going pro and stuff, I always thought like, like if I could get back and, and some way or another to my sport um, that, it, that it, you know, make me pretty happy to do and and like I, I didn't put this school together uh Clayton Moore and TJ Core did and they asked me and Cole Young to be the instructors and right away I'm like heck yeah let's do it and I'm just uh I'm grateful to to even be thought about to help teach these kids and uh I think it's gonna be a lot of fun it's good right it makes a guy feel good to be able to do it <laughs> yeah right on dude um so Another thing that comes with winning the Maple Leaf Circuit Finals and the Maple Leaf Circuit overall is you get to attend the NFR Open next July in uh pikes peak i think it's in in colorado um but how does so qualifying for that does that kind of change your approach to next season and how maybe you're gonna spend more time south of the border kind of chase the nfr or what what's it look like for you in 2024 now um i had big intentions of going for the nfr this year uh for the last few years i've been trying to go to the nfr and and trying to go south um just kind of it's it's for me it seems like it's been a long process learning which rodeos to go to and and where to go when to go and and also maintaining the the canadian things i'm feeling pretty confident going into this year and uh if i can get to them uh uh the circuit finals in colorado and and get a good boost there that'd be great i'm pretty excited and i don't know a person does good at these circuit finals it kind of sets you up for a good year but a lot can change so you know, it's a guy can't take his foot off the pedal and, and, uh, I don't know, I just keep picking away at him and, and try and stay consistent, I guess. Well, and that's just it too, for the, the North of the border side of things, like you, you won just under $10,000 Regina, which kind of, again, sets you up for a big 2024. You're right in the mix for Canadian title right kind of up until like you had your tough quote, the CFR, but you were right in the top five of the country the whole year, but now you're kind of starting 2024 at the number one gun. So what are you going to have to do to keep that foot on the gas? Like you said, uh, just keep working hard at it. Um, I feel like my bull riding is getting better and better every time I know in my head. Uh, I mean, I'm 27 right now and I feel like I got a few more years left in my prime and, and it's just, I mean, I'm pretty excited for it. I'm excited for the season because my, my mindset, my mentality is in the right place right now. And I know what I need to do to, get to that top spot and I was really close last year and um I'm I, this year I don't want to let it slip away again so uh just gonna keep grinding 
Well, how much of your traveling partners helped you out with this? I know for any guy or girl who rodeos, having a good support system and people you can lean on heading down the road really play a pivotal factor in your success. Like, so why don't you talk about your traveling partners, how much they help you get down the road? Oh, it's great having good traveling parts to help you out. I went with Ashton, Brock, and Wyatt. Um, went with Jed a little bit, uh, Kyle Brown. You know, I kind of, I kind of, I steer wrestle too, so I duck off from the, those guys. I can't go with them all the time. And, and also going down south, sometimes things get mixed up. But yeah, going with those guys is huge. You know, you get down in the dumps and one of those guys makes a good ride and it just brings you back up. Or, you know, you get down in the dumps and they're like, hey, man, like you're, you're doing good. Quit worrying about it. Get out of your head. And, just it really helps to have those guys especially at the end of the season when things are going tough to be like hey man get your head out of the gutter you're good you know believe in yourself and uh it's it's really good and i'm, I'm truly grateful for those friends uh it, it goes a long ways well jake congratulations once again for winning the maple leaf circuit finals title we're super stoked for you and all the best in the rest of the year in 2024 we'll talk to you soon okay man thanks a bunch thanks for okay. having me All right, welcome to a special episode of the Short Round Podcast. I'm your host, Wacey Anderson, and I am joined by National Finals Rodeo Breakaway Qualifier, Kendall Pearson. Kendall, it's your first NFR coming in 12. Talk a bit about what it means to, to get that first one under your belt. Yeah, I mean, it's unbelievable. Um, I've been watching it the last three years, and I knew I wanted to be there. So to be able to be there, I'm very grateful and uh yeah, it's hard to explain because the the excitement and the joy that it brings me and just being able to be on that stage is uh, crazy to me. Well, and it's kind of neat, too, because you're not the only Canadian. Uh, Shelby Beaujolais is also down there, too. So um, it's kind of neat that it's there's some Canadian flavor happening while while you're competing at the finals this year. Yeah, absolutely. I got to actually was pretty lucky. And me and Shelby traveled together all year. Um. And another girl from Texas named Brady Good. We got to travel together. But, yeah, to have two Canadians there uh, for the first time is is pretty cool. And to be there on on the stage with Shelby and all, all the other uh, 13 girls, um, it's a dream of mine. Well, and, and, and Shelby's kind of the top gun coming into the finals. What would you say is like, separated her from the pack with this group of girls? Oh, sh- she's so consistent and she can go fast or – and being the average so for her it's um any type of setup or anything she can she um excels at it so that's i think sets her and her, and her horsepower um on and root beer to the best horses out there so i think that's what sets her apart well and, and something that would have changed for you this year um you had to rodeo quite a like spend a lot of time away from home this summer going to different rodeos in the u.s and 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 kind of was a different probably a different feel for you than going to all these Canadian rodeos, talk a bit about um, that part of it. And yeah, just having to kind of like go to a lot of new events, new setups, kind of new people just to kind of get this qualification under your belt. Yeah, I definitely, it was definitely an eye opener. That's for sure. I, I went to a lot more rodeos and, and I didn't go to very many Canadian rodeos. Uh, I think I went to half of them and it was just the whole learning experience and, and nobody will ever understand until you're out there because you're driving all night to make it to a slack. Then you drive all day to get to a performance all night to a slack. Like there's so much more driving and the entering part is a whole different thing. And I've, I was lucky and um, Haven had told me and Shelby and Brady where we all needed to enter and how we <laughs> needed to get up. And, and so 
good thing for Haven because uh, I don't know if we would have got it done. Well, and that's and that's the thing too. It's 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 a whole other ball game. You got to go to so many more rodeos, and it's kind of the tough part of it too. Is in Canada, like the Breakaway Open is kind of just emerging as a as another major event, and so it's it's hard to to be able to keep pace with all the other girls going to these big rodeo events in the U.S. Whether if you're, which is why you would have to go um go away from Canada as much as you did. Yeah, absolutely. There's just, I mean, there's 40, 40 some rodeos for the breakaway ropers in Canada. So, um, you would definitely wouldn't be able to make the finals off of those. So <laughs> you got to go back and forth and yeah, learning the whole, the whole traveling and entering and flying and driving back and forth mm-hmm. and not just going on your weekends and getting to come back home and practice. It was a uh, definitely a lot different because I haven't, I haven't went that long without practicing. I think we went in the practice pen from May till uh, September, I think I maybe got to run going to practice pens all mm-hmm. summer. So to, to uh, have your horse be that consistent and for you just, just staying sharp and stuff with just being able to go from rodeo to rodeo and roping your, like roping your dummy is the most practice you get basically. Mm-hmm. So how are you, how are you able to keep yourself dialed in mentally? I know it's, it's a bit different game. Yeah, being like you said, being on the road, not being able to practice, like you're, you're kind of out of your normal routine. And so, what did you do just to kind of keep yourself like at the top of your game or able to compete everywhere you went? Uh, I just tried to take it one run at a time. Uh, I didn't want to think about the last run if it was bad or anything, and and if it was good, I tried to build off the momentum. And I just tried not to think too far ahead of myself and make the best run on the calf I drew every time. And um, that's all you can really do. And, and you don't want to be thinking about, about a bunch of different things when you're trying to back in the box. So just, I just like to stay with my fundamentals and just, yeah, take it one run at a time, basically. Well, and, and you kind of cut it close to the wire here, qualifying for the finals. Um, you, you kind of used the Northwest run um, to kind of seal the deal for yourself. So were you getting a bit nervous towards the end of the year or, or what did, did you kind of know what you had to do heading into those last few events to, to get yourself into the top 15? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I I didn't have the greatest winter I wanted, and and all summer I just kind of picked away. And then yeah, the, the Northwest kind of like right around Caldwell, which is the end of August, kind of, or right in August there. Um, mm-hmm. and I kind of just started having really really good weeks, but I knew, uh, I needed to start doing some a lot better if I wanted <laughs> to make the final. So that push and stuff definitely helped me. But, um, those are kind of more of a of my I like those setups where they're averages and you you have to see a little more and use your horse so I think that definitely um came in my advantage because I like those setups as well and yeah just just knowing that my end goal was so close in reach that if I could do good on all these rodeos I would be able to get it I think that definitely drove me to want to do better and well as well as winning going down the road it makes it more fun so the, the national finals breakaway roping happens December 5th and 6th, at the South point, And it's two days of roping. Can you give people who may not know how the format works and kind of how they can keep up with you while you're competing in, uh, in Vegas, I guess, in a few weeks, a week or maybe I guess next, yeah, week, so, next week by the time this comes out. <laughs> yeah. So, um, they go, we, yeah, so we wrote the fifth and sixth and we wrote five, five head both days. So we get 10 head in total, but, um, we get, five five one day five the next and it's just you bang it out basically is uh there's they go from 15 to one and then they just keep doing that and 
and they have a little little deal in between each go round, but you're it's kind of fast and furious and um it's gonna happen real fast, I bet. So we're we're ready for it, that's for sure though. Yeah, I was I was there last year checking it out and it was it was such a cool event. Like they they kind of jam all ten rounds into two into two two days, like five five rounds in one day. And it's it's pretty neat. Like and it's for those who are like breakaway opening fans, it's it's the best breakaway opening you're gonna see. Like it's it's like you said, nonstop, super quick. It, they do a really nice job on the production side of it as well. So um you can check it out live on the Rango Network um December December 5th and 6th. And it's at the South Point. If you're in Vegas, go check it out. And then I think it'll be coming to the Cowboy Channel later on. I'll have to double check that information, but I think we'll be able to find it. Um, yeah. So what, what's kind of your strategy heading into this, Kendall? It's going to be, like you said, fast and furious, two days, um, 10 rounds. And, and you're going to, and, and is, do you still have a shot at, at getting big winning the world title or is it kind of out of reach? How does the round payouts work? I, I, I didn't really do all of my homework before we jumped on here. <laughs> Yeah, there's a there isn't uh, a chance really for me because I'm I have eighty thousand and Shelby Shelby has a hundred and sixty some thousand. <laughs> so, and our rounds pay I think it's fifty five hundred um, okay. around, and the average pays thirteen. Um, so I'm just going to have like basically try to win money and and make the best nice. runs on the calves I calves I draw. But I don't want really want to change my game plan. I'm gonna take it one cap at a time and kind of let all the numbers work for themselves. I just want to make make ten of the best runs on the calves I draw and let everything else work out from there. But I just want to have a good, good finals for my first year and, and show, show them what I got. Well, we're, we're all really stoked for you, Kendall and congratulations on qualifying for your first NFR. Um, and that just a reminder to check it out live on the Rango network, December 5th and 6th. It's going to be at the South point. If you're in Vegas, go ahead, go ahead and check it out. And yeah, good luck next week, Kendall. Uh, we'll be cheering for you and yeah, go win some money. Awesome. Thank you, Wacy. Welcome back to a very special episode of the Short Round Podcast. And to wrap things up, I am joined by my friend and host of the Ram Rodeo Report, Tim Ellis. Tim, we're days away from the start of the NFR. The National Finals Breakaway Roping has pretty much already started or starting the day I put this out. Depends depends on when I get this out to the people. But it's going to be a really exciting week. we got 12 Canadians competing down in Vegas this year. What are some things we can expect out of our Canadian contingent this year at the Thomas & Mack? Well, I think it's uh, I think it's going to be exciting. I mean, uh, I would assume all eyes are on Zeke Thurston. He's got a chance to do something uh, pretty special. I mean, he he did that at the the CFR, winning that uh, that four straight championship. But he could join a fellow by the name of uh, Pete Knight. Now, I wasn't even around when Pete was riding Bronx uh, Wacy, so it's been a while. But uh, <laughs> of course, we're talking back in the '30s. But he's he's the only Canadian that's won four. Uh, world championships uh, marty wood had won the three and zeke tied him last year so zeke's got a chance to equal that he's already won the most in the nfr era of, of any mm-hmm. canadian so if if you're a rodeo historian which which i like to be i like to dig into the, some of those things like that yeah that, that to me is is something pretty special i mean th- this kid is and and i call him a kid but he is <laughs> i talked else. to him yeah i talked to him the other day and of course you you know zeke he's he's so mm-hmm. humble and he's I asked him a question and he says, well, I'm not sure how I want to answer this. I said, I know, I know. But I said, you still got to realize what you're doing is is unheard of. I mean, him and Rod Hay, when I did up the stats before the CFR, their trajectory to where they are are so similar 
in the years that Zeke won his three straight and Rod won his three straight in Canada is just eerily similar. Mm-hmm. The only difference now is that Rod didn't have the success at the NFR and judging was so different back then and yeah. things were so different when Rod went back then. I remember watching him down there and it was uh, it, it was not uh, not the judging that we have here today. I think Rod <laughs> yeah. won one or two down there. But Well, and there's I, a few years we had the injury troubles yeah. too, right? Like there's yeah. this kind of top, top dog and then derailed yeah. by injuries too. So there's, yeah. there's all different he types did, of yeah. factors. Yeah, and, and there were definitely a couple of years down there where I thought he, he should have probably won a world championship. But, mm-hmm. but I mean, so so Zeke would be at the top of the list and then you run on down. I mean, we got two bull riders there for the first time in 20-some yeah. years. We got a tight on roper for the first time in 26 years. It's a pretty exciting week for yeah. sure. I'm stoked for I'm stoked for Jared this year to have like his best buddy and traveling partner mm-hmm. in Vegas. I think that's really gonna help him like settle in and, and you will see the real Jared Parsonage, I think, this year in Vegas. I think that was one thing that maybe was missing from last year. I know and I know like as you know, like these guys travel with each other all year round, especially if you're going down to the US. But yeah, I find like if you have a bit of like familiarity with somebody or just have somebody you can lean on especially if you get up to a bad start or whatever i think i think i think we're gonna see a a way better nfr out of jared this year yeah and i think just having jordan that's been there before so jared Mm -hmm. you know it's it's his first time there doesn't really know what to expect uh this year they they know what to expect and and when i talked to jordan he said yeah i i kind of left uh left my buddy or let my buddy down last year he said i got hurt he (laughs) said that was the plan last year we're going to go together we're going to qualify it and they were up until jordan suffered an injury and then couldn't get it done and this year they do so yeah i think for both of them it's going to be a good thing and Mm -hmm. it should uh, it should show hopefully for sure. Um, one thing I wanted to go back to is Zeke. Do you think that bucking off in the first round of the CFR kind of gave him a little jolt of like, hey, like this it's getting down to like I need to dial it in and I'm like not saying he wasn't focused, but just I just think that seeing how he came out of that, like winning those three rounds in a row and just shooting the lights out, I think maybe there was a bit of like a, a bit of a wake up call in a sense for Zeke. Yeah, perhaps you'll you'll never get that out of him. I don't know, uh, you know, like 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 I told him, I said, you know, I said you thought something uh, incredible had happened. I said when you bucked off, I said the energy in that building and the PB oh. Centrum is like it went, whew, it was like a balloon just yeah. sucking up. I said yeah. Zeke Thurston bucks off, and he kind of chuckles. <laughs> I, I don't think he thought of it that way. I mean, but I mean, he, he's only you know. I think he bucked off one other time in Red Deer. Maybe you had had three no scores. I think totally in those in those five years. Oh, so yeah. So is it? It might have. It might have said, uh, you know, look, these guys think maybe they're going to win it this year, and uh, there's no chance. So I'm going to do this. But I mean, he just rides so yeah. solid. Like it is. It is unbelievable the way he rides and. Uh, you know, and, and he, he does it in Vegas too. So I mean, there's nothing stopping him. And he's only he's less than you know they're paying over thirty thousand around. So yeah. he's less than a round behind Stetson Wright. So if he mm-hmm. comes out Thursday night, wins round one, and Stetson doesn't place, which likely isn't going to happen. But you never know. You never. Know I mean, he's, sure. he's number one in the world right right mm-hmm. off the hop. So it, it, there's so much money down there that uh, yeah. Zeke could easily uh, could easily win this again for sure. Well, and that's the thing about Zeke, I think, is if you give him that opportunity to kind of have you in the rearview mirror the whole week in Vegas, I think it's going to be tough to catch him just where he has that yeah. mentality of the killer mentality, I guess you could call it, just to get the job done and, and kind of keep the wolves at bay. I think if there's anybody who can do it, it's definitely Zeke. Um, yeah. Before we wrap up here, Tim, I want to maybe give us one pick of somebody to watch out of the Canadian group this week that maybe 
not the full household names that we that we know of. And and I shouldn't even be saying no, there's no household names now, just qualifying for the NFR is an amazing feat in itself. But who's your maybe yeah. your dark horse of the Canadian crew to watch this week in Vegas? Well, uh you, you know what I, I think I think Dawson Hay can do some real damage. I think he's still playing off that uh that 92 point ride in round line round nine last year. I know it's a whole year, but I think that will really fuel him. I think he's gonna do well. The guy I'm pulling for, and and maybe he can go because I think the bareback riding is not solidified. Uh, I mean, the the fellow at the top there is uh, <laughs> Keenan is unbelievable what he's done this year, and he has mm. such a huge lead that I don't know if anybody can catch him. But I really like to see Oren Larson do really well. I mean, it's his ninth straight. He's uh, what he's the second oldest down there behind Tanner Oss, and he rode so well at the Canadian Finals. I think he's he's much healthier than he was last year. Yeah. So I would really like to see, and I think Oren can make some noise. I I don't have any um, uh, grand visions of him winning a world championship just because he's over a hundred thousand yeah. dollars behind. You never know. I mean, Zeke won two hundred almost, you know, two hundred some thousand last yeah. year. But that, that's a guy that I think could, can move up in the standings. I mean, he finished fifteenth mm. last year. He did not have a great NFR, and I think he's going to do much better. So, those two, I, I think I would watch. I think they're going to do some some good things. Uh, yeah. Whether they can come away with a title or an average title, I'm not sure. But I, I think they, I think they're going to win a bunch there. Those two. Yeah, it'll be exciting to watch. I know we're really stoked for it to get going here. Um, how can people follow along with you throughout throughout the NFR and keep keep up to date with what's happening down there? Yeah, we'll uh, we'll have the Ram Rodeo reports uh, right through every day. You can uh, listen on uh, eight forty CFCW twice a day, uh, noon and uh, well about twelve thirty and four, and then all of the the real country stations across the province and other seventeen eighteen stations there. Uh, hopefully, you know, somebody wins around down there, we'll get a chance to talk to them and get them on the report. And then we'll have some, some social media posts throughout the NFR too, to uh, keep track. And then uh, after the NFR, we still got a week of rodeo reports. We'll be able to talk to, to everybody after that and get some, uh, some wrap up reports too. So we'll, we'll have it covered as best as a one man show can. Awesome. Awesome. Well, and one last thing I wanted to congratulate you on calling your a thousand AHL hockey game. That was, that was something really cool. It's a no small feat. So so I want to give you some stick tabs for that before we wrap it up. Um, and yeah, thanks for taking the time. And yeah, we'll, we'll catch up with you down the road. Sounds good. Thank you. I appreciate that. All righty. This has been the second episode of the Short Round Podcast. I'm your host, Wacey Anderson, signing off for now. And we will talk to you all very soon.